Welcome back, people. It is episode two of season three. It is the 12th, going to be the 13th of January, 2023. Vinny, how you doing? I'm doing great. Welcome back to Illinois. Welcome back, man. Yeah, no. Yeah. You got Appreciate good weather right now, too. <laughs> yeah, it's still cloudy. Seasonal depression's a thing, but I'm, I'm staying up on it, you know? Absolutely. And I'm, I'm uh, happy you're back and not having to record outside. So that's also, yeah, that was, that was <laughs> fucked. It was not cool. It worked out. It worked, yeah, out. it worked out. Hopefully, you know, we didn't have too many, you know, break spots there. I'm not going to lie. There was a couple times during the episode. Vince was talking, didn't hear a fucking word. He said, <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's what's up. All good shit. That's, <laughs> that's all. It was. That's, that's, that's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, but yeah, no, great to be back, man. Uh, happy to be back in the environment and get back to, to the grind here, so to speak. So yeah, no, happy to be back. We got a lot to get into today. Uh, and I know that looking forward to some playoff football, we got to talk, you know, some, uh, what happened with the college football playoff was an absolute dumpster fire. And uh, first and foremost, though, we got to, you know, show some props to, to the young man fighting the battle. It looks like he won the battle Damar Hamlin. Yeah. I mean, that's just impressive in itself. So huge. Yeah. You, you notice um, as like his, I mean, his health is better, which is good. Um, He seems like he's going to be good. He was putting some tweets out, whether or not it was him or his team or whatever it may be. Um, that's the positive, and it's it's funny because you know he comes out of it, and everybody figures out he's good, and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, so what are we doing with fantasy? It's like, all right, I put in a bet last week. Like, what does that count as now? Like, people can't get out of their own shit and just be like, okay, let's look at this for what it is. So it's kind of funny like that that's that's coming around. Every league commissioner went through an absolute fucking abortion with that, including it you. was yeah, including, including me. You. It was a shit show. <laughs> I had to put it out to a fucking league vote because the first and second place guy couldn't come to a decision. And then there was turmoil after the fact because Joey B had a great game. Whatever. Stupid. It's it's (laughs) just so dumb. In the grand scheme of things, who cares? Yeah, it's like, bro, if you're that worried about 400 bucks, like, I'm just, yeah. The the fair, I put it out to Lebo and I, go ahead. No, I was saying, we all play fantasy. Like, all this shit happens. It happened to every single league. Like, it's like, it's. Cool and it's fun, but like, come on, <laughs> like, let's not make it a big deal for no reason. It's dumb. Well, I put it out to a league vote. Do the first and second yeah. place guys split the money, or do we just crown a first and second place guy? Well, disclosure: voted I voted on... crown first and second place. Just crown it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me. I know it doesn't matter to most, but like, I thought the fairest thing to do would be to split it straight down the middle. But it is what yeah. it is, you know. That's why I'm not, you know. I'm not a dictator. I'm not over here being, you know, fucking Castro yeah. of the fantasy football league. No. Be out here American, Marcus, man. You know, I'm not going to be Marcus Aurelius and be the good guy until one day you're not. Like, right? It's the old Batman theory of live long enough to see yourself become the villain. You know, not going to do that. Yeah, and you did it. And you did a great job with it. And I hope the rest of you guys did too. I saw one that was kind of a cool, cool little thing. This uh, fantasy league, I guess just put their whole entire team into Madden. So they took their defense, like whatever the defense was and played to those teams and then just slotted their position players in there. And I was like, that's an interesting thing, but that would drive me fucking up a wall. If my team lost, <laughs> I'd be like, come on now. <laughs> like, Well, to the point though, our league, it was simply Buffalo versus Cincy. So yeah. I should have threw in there just to sprinkle, like I'll do a full blown Madden simulation on simulation mode on all Madden. And we'll see what happens. Honestly, that wouldn't have been a bad idea. 
it would have been cool. Would have got us to the same point. So I like would have got us to the same point if everybody would have been in. But, you know, then I, I, I was scrolling TikTok and saw that same thing. And I was like, shit, I already sent the text. Yeah, no, it was fine. We ended up figuring it out anyway. So but to the point. fantasy football is a fun time with friends, guys. Come on. Yeah. Play play it because it's fun, not because you're trying to, you know, make a, a living. Um, but I mean, hey, t- very strange and unusual. But I mean, hey, Vince, I mean, we got some strange and unusuals to get in here today. Yeah, we got bank robberies. We got hug stealers. I mean, we, we got yeah. we got some interesting <laughs> stuff to chat about. Yes, we do. Um, let's start off with hug stealers here. So did you see the video of Darren Ravel? I saw it here or there. I didn't really like dive in fully, but it, it looked like he like jumped in front of a special needs kid and like, yeah, a hug JJ kids, Watt, a group, kids, Dude. a group. Okay. <laughs> I'll lay it out. All right. So Darren Ravel's kind of a weirdo. Everybody knows this. He did like the whole Martin Luther King collectibles thing a couple months ago. He posts all this weird shit all the time. Um, yeah. He's like, I have the most Martin Luther King collectibles. I can't be racist. And everybody's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, but anyway, this time he wanted to see JJ Watt when he ran off the field. He wanted to give him a hug and congratulate him on a big career. You're Darren Ravel. I don't think JJ Watt cares about you at all. That doesn't even matter. What really matters here is that he ran down to the field and got himself in position. He's like, I showed up here 20 minutes early, so I'm in the right position to see him when when he runs off the field. So he's running off the field and Darren Ravel's like standing there. He's like, you know, kind of a shorter guy. Just like a goofy looking grown man just standing on the side of the of the tunnel to get into the locker room. Um, and J.J. Watt like sees him, I guess. He's like, oh, OK. And then <laughs> Ravel goes in to hug him and then the camera just pans. And there's just a group of special needs kids waiting to hug J.J. Watt and congratulate him. And the first person that gets it is fucking Darren Ravel's grown man ass just waiting to get a hug from him. It was so weird. It was strange. And unusual to a T when I saw that I was like cringing and giggling and also like, what is his problem? It was it was a weird way to feel about something. I mean, he looked as if I would just watch the vid. He looked as if like he really wanted to get that hug. Like he like ran after him to get those get in those loving arms. JJ, you're my hero. It's like you're older than him, bro. (laughs) I mean, JJ's a cool cat. Don't get me wrong. But like, yeah, no, I, I don't get that. Yeah, no. Congratulate him at an honors dinner a couple weeks. Do it something like that. Maybe the last time he runs off a field. Come on. You're not that important. No, no one's that important. Go, go be with the kids. JJ's all about the kids. JJ loves the kids. Yeah. Kind of like slot yourself in that position. Slot yourself in that position and try to do that. Like it would be so uncomfortable on so many levels. You're a part of the NFL media. You can have access to these guys whenever the fuck you want. Right. I would have told myself, hey, this is probably a bad idea like seven or eight times before I get to that point. Mm-hmm. Or like maybe now, before the game. Where were you before right. the game? Did you talk to him before the game, perhaps? Or, were you or not basically any that? other time. Specifically when you turn to your left and there's a group of children that are obviously waiting to see him get off the field. And he's obviously going to like, you know, hug them and they're going to all like have a good time. Like, it's so obvious. And then like, what are you doing? Why? Yeah, I don't know. I think he has like this kind of distorted vision of who he is as a person and it's prime comedy to me his twitter feed is is hilarious he gets roasted all of the time i wish like Chappelle's show or something would like riff that that would be great like the over obnoxious fan or snl or some sketch comedy show eric andre interviews darren ravel i'd watch it (laughs) that would be great 
That'd be great. It'd be like, so why are you trying to steal hugs, man? Yeah. It's like, oh, do you hate children? Do you hate <laughs> children so much that you you're, you're more important? Need to steal hugs from them and autographs? You piece of shit. It's so weird and uncomfortable. It is very I weird hate it so much. I hate oh, it yeah. so much. We have well, another one though. We have another one. This, this is this is yeah. fucking crazy. This is like something out of a movie. So the Kansas City super fan, aka the Wolfman, um, who is at every Kansas City Chiefs game, literally everyone over like the past couple of years, and he dresses as a wolf. Like that's yeah. his thing. Why he got the nickname the Wolfman, and well, his name. And he- He's known as Chief Saholic. I want to make that he clear. is the Chief Saholic, and and yes. every, he's at every game. And you would clearly think like this guy runs a hedge fund or something. The way he looks, his name is Xavier for fucking Christ's sake, and he has my middle name. I don't know how I feel about that, but Babudar Xavier Babudar. Interesting. So Gonna don't know what that is. I don't. He looks uh-uh. just like a white dude, but yeah. um, come to find out, this guy was a top line fucking criminal. Yeah. Uh, and was charged with robbing a bank at gunpoint. Assault while mass, possessing a firearm, threatening a violent act, all of these things. This is insane. <laughs> the Because all the too- Chiefs fans were like, where is he? He's not at the last game of the season. Those motherfuckers out robbing banks. Yeah, I guess he, so he goes to every game, like, throughout the year. So that's home, home or away. away. When he's going to away games, he like stops places and robs banks to make money to go to these games. It's really like you don't think like at least for me, maybe it's like a jaded like sense of view or whatever it may be. But I don't think about people going to rob banks anymore. I thought it was basically impossible with cameras and and all of like the forensic stuff. This guy's just going around robbing random banks all the time, and he seemed to be doing okay until he gets caught for what was it, Houston this time? Yeah, he gets caught in Houston. It is what it is. But like, if you what are, the hell in 2023, if you are successful at robbing banks, that's impressive in itself because that's like something I relate back to, like the 20s. Like, you see, I'm gonna rob that <laughs> bank. Give me all your yeah, money. There's, there's a really good John Mulaney bit that's like how easy it is to get away with murder. It's just like. There's a pool of the killer's blood over there. It's like, all right, gross. Back to my hunch. Like, that's literally what it was because <laughs> they couldn't do anything with it. Now you can no. do anything with it. There's DNA everywhere for that stuff. DNA. Like, DNA. CSI. DNA. DNA is everything today. And especially now that they have, like, full-blown hubs with the 23andMe and all that good stuff. They could trace yeah. back your your lineage, lineage to you. Yeah. It's, that's how they caught that kid in Idaho who mm-hmm. murdered those poor girls. Freaking crazy. That story's crazy, insane. too. Fucking but insane. Whole other this, strange than usual. Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's for another week. Um, <clears throat> but this guy, too, I mean, I like, like, the super fans are fun, but there has to be, like, something going on with them sometimes. When I, like, just see people, full-grown man dressed up as, like, a wolf and goes to every game, it's like, that's really fun, but you're also, like, kind of a, um, a special character, I feel like, when I see that shit. So, like... Him doing this, it doesn't surprise me that it was a super fan. You know, like when that when that was announced that it was connected, I'm like, that kind of it kind of tracks in my head a little bit. Either that or he's like a furry or something, you know, because that's a whole culture. That's a whole that's subculture. an and or he could he could also just be a furry. He too. could, he could, he could identify as a furry. How many bank robbing furries do you know, Vince? Well, we just fucking found one. What jail does he go to? He's not man. Goes to a dog jail. Is there Half a dog jail? jail? <laughs> so does that mean he gets impounded and put down? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Probably should. The amount of that means, he's robbed so, at this point. So if you identify as a wolf, 
can you get euthanized then? Like, is that what it means? Like if, if like just skip court, he identifies as a dog. He's not a real human. Yeah. Kill him. I think we should become a legal podcast. That's a good question. Yeah. What happens then? Good, can the taxi squad get a legal expert for the love of God? Please. I'll interview you about wolf to man euthanization. It's like, so if this guy identifies as a wolf and he's up for the death penalty, does he even get to go to trial? I mean, how does this work? No, you just put the little thing in there and then you say your goodbyes and you're done with it. R.I.P. to the Wolfman, man. Although yeah. this this is coming out of Bixby, Oklahoma, buddy. Oklahoma. So, so he was on his way, I think, probably then. Well, Texas to Oklahoma, they share a state line, so it's mm-hmm. not out of bounds, right? Great state of Oklahoma. Gotta love the people in Oklahoma. Very much good. Norman Nate should have went and just tackled him down. Norman Nate should have gone out there with his two pistols on his hip like a cowboy and said, yeah. stick him up, buddy. This ain't, this ain't Chiefs country. This ain't <laughs> Chiefs country. This is Sooner country, buddy. We were Sooner. You go, far, you go far enough towards the city, you might get in the poke land, too. But for now, you're in Sooner country. Yep. Yeah. No, this is interesting to say the least. Uh, needless to say, he's not going to any more Chiefs games for a while. No, $200,000 bond. Jeez. He probably won't be able to afford a public defender or anything. Or like a real I wonder if there's a person, because like there's got to be, there's there's talk about there was like a string of these incidents based on where the Chiefs were playing. So it would be interesting if someone just started looking up the background of like how many banks have been robbed, where have they been in comparison to NFL stadiums. Because there's a chance that he could have just he could just be doing this every time he goes to a game. Could be. I mean, God, now they're going to have he's like a sticky bandit. He's like in um, Home Alone because now they're going to be able to track back all the things. What if he wore the wolf mask at every robbery? They would like totally incriminate himself. They're like, wait, is wild. that the same guy? <laughs> be like the sticky bandits or the wet bandits. He's like more than one person shops at Party City. I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> we're the wet bandits. We're the yeah. wet bandits. <laughs> He's the wolf bandit. I mean, it it tracks. There could be a whole movie about it. Someone's going to make a movie about this. There's no doubt about it. The wolfy bandit or some shit. Yeah, something dumb. The wolfy bandit. You got to love it. It's great. I mean, hey, it's an awesome story. Only the Chiefs. Is this like a like a like a curse, though, to the Chiefs season, though? They had a bank robber who was like an aggressive fan. And I'll tell you what, it doesn't feel like it. Well, because there there was a, the whole other issue that happened with Chiefs. There was super a whole fans, other like, thing. There was a whole other thing last year where it was like this chief super pan super fan got like attacked a person and got like banned from life from like Arrowhead and people were what like, "What is it oh, with the Chiefs big... fans though?" Like to the Dude. point, they've got Jackson Mahomes, you got the fucking guy who assaulted somebody, <laughs> and now you got a fucking asshole robbing banks. They show the fuck up. That's it. They, they say Arrowhead's a fun up. place to play. You could tell that it is because of these guys. <laughs> these guys are off the fucking hinges, man. And yep. then not only that, Mahomes' wife is a fucking weirdo. Yeah, we haven't talked about her in a while. That was that was a big, uh, big talking point about a year ago. She is just way too much. Like she has been rocking her pom poms for him since high school. Yeah, and it shows. And he's out there doing. Hey, you know he's 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 out there winning shit, having a weird voice, happily married, has a kid, and all that. Bengals are still a Super Bowl pick. Go, Joey B, get the get. Let's go. We'll see. You picked you picked the Bucks. I just want to remind you. Hey, they're in the playoffs, Vince, aren't they? They are. Tom Brady. Where he shines is the playoffs and has an undefeated record against the Cowboys. We'll get into it. Vince, we have some NBA news. Yeah, a little uh, bit. A little bit. Go ahead. First off, uh, Kevin Durant sprained his MCL. Um, the Nets oh, have no. been they've been one of the best teams in the East 
this year, at least recently, um, they've just been balling out, and then he sprains his MCL. My question is, is this always going to happen to the Nets for the rest of eternity? Like, it the just Nets seems like every time, every the time the Nets scenario do doesn't work no more. It hey, doesn't work. You know, Simmons has been playing pretty well. Kyrie can play every still. game now. I know it's just they've been they've been a really good team. And he sprains his MCL. He'll be back in a month. It'll all over like the whole season. It'll probably be fine. But I don't know, man. It just feels like at some point something's going to happen to them because like they got rid of Steve Nash. People are saying, oh, it's coaching now. It's like, come on now. That wasn't coaching last year. Like that was a lot of James Harden. It was a lot of Ben Simmons, a lot of Kyrie Irving, just back and forth and back and forth for the whole season. Like that's why that ended up happening. But Ben Simmons that's didn't play Vince. He exactly didn't play for like three and everybody years. thought he was going to exactly that's what i'm saying so that was the whole floppy piece of shit this show's <laughs> resident floppy piece of shit is ben simmons yeah i'll give that soft to you. second liam Hendricks. but hey, but he's going through cancer right now so can't yes make fun of him. yes we are uh we are in, in support of liam Hendricks. i'll say is that it as, wrong as to like and time. i hate to squirrel on this moment is it wrong to say when you texted me that i was kind of like happy that he can't play jesus christ <laughs> like Oh I I want God. him to I want him to beat the cancer, but I still want him to yes. get traded. I don't want him on the White Sox anymore as a human yeah. being. Yes, of course. I feel terrible. Dude, that's awful. You have cancer. The way um, you worded it was <laughs> brutal. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, I don't. Yeah, I, I like as a guy, I'm sure he's cool. He's an Aussie, so he's got his accent and all that cool stuff. Fine. But on the other side. He's also a resident taxi squad floppy piece of shit. Resident and Chicago Mike floppy piece of shit. I want to make that clear. I like him. Yeah, yes. And you like Mitch Trubisky also. So I, dig- yeah. I digress. <laughs> anyways, anyways, I'm just saying like when I saw the news, I was like, oh, so he can't play this year. How terrible. <laughs> he, I mean, they're not going to make an announcement until opening day. He's not um, going to play this year. We're going to. Dylan Crochet is going to You'll see. Very much could be. Um. We're hoping for the best, obviously. Heal up quickly. Beat it. That's what we all want, we'll obviously. Um, 75% chance survival rate. He'll, he'll Young guy, young athlete. Yeah. yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah. And I, I'm very confident he'll get the correct treatment. If he does it right, he'll be A-OK. Yeah, I agree. Um, no more fat lips for that guy. Yeah, not a good idea anymore. Um, but then the other news, <clears throat> Lonzo Ball. Oh, God. This is, an, this is news because it's no news. I mean... We kind of talked about it, and I feel like he's going to be out the entire season. I think it's just a means to an end now. Um, Damage. Goods. They asked Billy Donovan about him, and he's like, "Yeah, he's jumping and he's shooting a little bit, um, but he's like not close. It's like he's progressing, so he's but it's just really slow. Doing all the things basketball players should do. Yeah, but like at a fifty percent clip. Oh. So it's like his knee, his like his cartilage is gone. There's something wrong with his nerves or something like that. It's like so he's, he's doing fifty percent of the things basketball players should do. Yep, basically, which is jump and shoot. Yeah, okay, good to know. So so happy we traded shit. for that guy. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, no, stick a fork in the bulls, Vince. You're hey, gonna shave. You're no, gonna no, shave. no, sir. You're no, no, shave. no, sir. They've been on a tear. To, to, to bring it back, to bring it back, Vince and I made a bet beginning of the year that mm-hmm. if the Bulls miss the playoffs, which it's very likely that they will, uh, Vince has to shave his beard, which he's very connected to his beard. Yes. If he doesn't have said beard, he claims he will look like a little baby. Yeah. But 
On the flip side of that, if they do make the playoffs, I take Vince to dinner. Yeah, uh, and, and nice. we're going to GME. It'd be it's just a great mandate. And honestly, like food, love it. I don't I don't care either way if I lose the bet because I'll buy in dinner because anyways. But I'm just saying, <laughs> it's true. So there you have it. They're tenth in the East. They're sixteen and twelve in the conference. Uh, they lost the last game, but before that, they were on a four game win streak. They're beating good teams. I there's a lot of games left. We're about forty games into the season here, so if you know season ended now, they're in a play in. So if they go into the play and they end up in the playoffs, then all power to it. I keep my beard. I like to hear that. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I, I, I dig it. I dig it. Uh, but yes, bulls. Yeah, no, it, it's over, but let's talk a little <laughs> bit of MLB hot this. stove and the sure. story that won't seem to just fucking go away. It ended. It ended. It's done. Yeah. That'll be, there'll be some more. I don't know. There'll be something. It happened today. It happened today. You. It's official. Telling you, um, Carlos Correa signed a six-year, two hundred million dollar contract with the Minnesota Twins with incentives, two hundred and seventy million, I think. Um, he went through his physical; he passed it, which was good for him, I guess. Um, the overall thing with this though is the Mets and the Giants were going to give him twelve, thirteen-year deals. He goes to the Twins, gets a six-year. I think this is like a longevity thing that they were worried about, which is kind of what we've been talking about for the last couple weeks. But it kind of sucks now because he's back in the AL Central and he's kind of annoying and I don't want to deal with him all the time. So part of me hopes he just gets injured no, so we don't have to see him. Fucking good. Yeah, so, but yeah, he's I not mean, like a world beater. You know what I'm saying? Like you put him up there, you're like, oh shit, he'll have like people a were gonna give order. him like three hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I know, but you just hate him. I see. Here's I don't, the I don't you care. Hate for him, people yeah. without context. I hate people because they suck. Are you telling right. me there's no reason that I hate Carlos Correa? Well, I understand that like there that, is you know, a reason. There's but he's not a floppy <laughs> piece of shit, right? He's yeah, not he a is. floppy piece of shit like so he the said that he's not a floppy piece matter. of shit. It, cheating yes, does matter. Yeah, Don't get me I wrong, agree. but he's still a fucking unit on the field. The guy's a defensive stud and he can hit the ball for average and power. You're a floppy, you're a floppy piece of shit if you think cheating is the right way to do it. I don't think that's the right way of doing it. Don't flip my words, all right? I'm saying I'm saying that as an athlete, guy is supreme. Yeah. Why people want to give him a shit ton of money. So maybe on a human element, he's a floppy piece of shit. But on the play side, I always lean towards more of the floppy piece of shit, a la Mr. Yeah. Trubisky. I'm not going to de- I'm not gonna deny that he's Ball. Liam Hendricks, if you're talking about stats. Sentence. If you're talking about stats, Fuck Liam the stats, Vince. You're wrong. Sucks. <laughs> you just said you have to go by stats. He's, Shut he's up. Obviously- it's bullshit. <laughs> I don't want to hear no. any more of your nonsense. Carlos <laughs> Carlos Correa is a good good player, obviously. There's no denying that. He hit like 291 last year. My thing is, is it's not like <clears throat> when he walks up to the plate, I'm like, I'm not like, all right, this could change the entire game right now. Like if that happens with like Aaron Judge, obviously any of those big home run hitters or like even Byron Buxton, I'd rather I'd be more scared of him than Carlos Correa taking the plate. That's kind of where I'm at. So like this isn't – he's not the guy – the worst – like I – I'm not that worried about him versus like another guy to, or if we're to sign that big of a deal, basically. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I would just say that. Mm, yeah, it's going to be interesting to say the least. I'm not happy that he signed with the twins again. The White Sox can't pony up for some of this shit. Jesus. Ben attendee, baby. It's our guy. <sighs> it's Ben attendee season. Let's go. Yep. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Yep. Uh, baseball. We're excited to have it back. It'll be back soon. Uh, but we got to talk a little bit about college football because it was the last game of the season. 
Yes, and, it was. You know, it was hyped heavily. Holy <laughs> but our original thought process was there, Vince. I mean, TCU had no business being on that field with them. No business being on the field with Georgia. Zero. Yeah, that was um <clears throat> and I was uh I had to go record for the other program that I am a part of. Um, but that was depressing. Yeah, you didn't like, miss shit. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Cause I yeah, I texted you after that. I'm like, holy fuck. There was one point where it was ten to seven in the first, and I was like, Oh, you know, competitive game. Yeah, the the defense on Georgia's way too good. Stetson Bennett played a really good game. You should expect that from a grown man playing in a college sport. Um Max Duggan was getting sacked with their third string line in. Like there was no there was no stopping Georgia. They're obviously way better. I think this is kind of what we get paid back for for having such an awesome semifinals. Cuz both those games rocked and this one was horrendous off the bat. Yeah, it was terrible. It was just like moments notice. It was like the first I was watching with a couple of buddies who gamble heavily on this shit. And uh, they went big into TCU. I had a couple decent prop bets. Kylie really wanted to sprinkle some action on TCU. So I was like, okay, it's not going to happen, though, just so you're aware. Um, And, you know, just makes the game a little bit more exciting to watch. But that first drive, you knew Max, Max Dugan shit right down his leg. Just like Poopy was coming out of his butthole as he dropped back for a pass. Like he, yeah, definitely not wiping clean after that first drive. And you saw he was shook. (laughs) Yeah. Shook. This like Georgia is very obviously the best team in in the NCAA. There's like no doubt about it. It was apparent that like they were getting the initial push on the offensive line, defensive line. They were smoking them. It wasn't even a game. Did you see what was happening on the Georgia sideline? in like, I think the third or fourth quarter. They pulled all their starters. Yeah, but so they they just, some people gave them chicken wings, and they just walked and they walked over. And they were just eating chicken wings on the sideline in the middle of a football game because they were winning by so the disrespect. Would have been even better if they brought them frog legs. That's yeah. See, that would have been that would have been like icing a flex on the cake. of flexes. Yeah. yeah, like if Hugo Frog Bar was smart, they would have gotten involved and said, "Hey, we will serve Georgia." Frog legs. Yeah. Do because... they have any California locations? I could have just brought them over. To I don't <laughs> think they do. I think it's just all Chicago simply thing. Chicago. But yeah. plug to Hugo's Frog Bar, sponsor the podcast. Uh, anyways, what I will say though is, yeah, they had no business. Stetson Bennett, twenty-five-year-old starting quarterback, out there fucking looking like uh, Billy Madison throwing dodgeballs against little kids. Hello, fellow youths. Yeah. Hello, fellow youths. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. He reminds me so much of like um, Skip from Napoleon Dynamite or Kip from Napoleon yeah. Dynamite at the yeah. end where he's dressing very ghetto. Yeah. Like that's how I look at Stetson Bennett. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. Like his his whole demeanor. And it's funny because like if you look at him too, you're like, oh, that's a grown man. Why is he there? Um it just I don't know it feels like whenever they're celebrating I'm it's like Kirk Cousins kind of like Kirk Cousins starts celebrating and you're like ah oh, it doesn't work with you. Well, Kirk Cousins you. plays professional football this guy's older than half of the people playing professional football at the quarterback he's, position right now yeah he's gonna be he would be like the 
second or third oldest uh, quarterback in the AFC playoffs right now. Brandon, <laughs> which is wild. Brandon, um, he's like going to be a modern day Brandon Whedon. Remember Brandon yeah. Whedon came out oh, yeah. of uh, Oklahoma State and then yeah. went to the Browns. And just, he was 27. Awful. Went to the Browns as a 27 year old. Uh, Stetson Bennett's going to get drafted this year. He's going to, he's probably going to get some time in the NFL just because of this. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> it's like you watch him and you're like, this is a guy that's been doing this for, for so long. Like he, he's just going to have an advantage when it comes to that. And then you also got to think like more talent on the Georgia side of the ball. Defense is stopping. So there's never a worry. Like I would make the argument that if Ohio state was playing in this game, they would, the same thing probably would have happened. No, I disagree. You, cause look at how close that game was with Georgia though. This right. wasn't close that's, at all. That's why I say, like, if Ohio State, they were the best competition for them. Yeah. They I'm were saying arguably if, the if, best competition for Georgia overall. That should have been the national championship game. That Yeah, that's kind of where I'm going with it. Because, like, if Ohio State played TCU, I'm pretty sure they would blow them out. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't have any. Yeah, no, I agree. I, yeah. I think that, you know, Michigan had a terrible game because Whoa. Harbaugh doesn't show up to the big ones. Makes him look a lot worse now. Huh? And he's probably, I mean, you know, we talked about it a little bit last week, but I think Harbaugh goes to the show. And in particular, I think he goes to Indy. I think I he goes to Indianapolis, drafts the quarterback he wants. He probably drafts C.J. Stroud because he's a Big Ten guy. And he played against at him a one. Bunch. Yeah. So he knows that Bears get what they need, which we'll get into. Uh, but, I mean, at all that, how does – this progressed now after this college football playoff Georgia you know next season will probably have a rebuild year I think Bama is right back at the top of the function next season um, it's going to be interesting the layout of college football next year I think USC will be there they need to get an entire defensive secondary because they suck uh, on defense um, but outside of that I think Georgia arguably is the new Bama until yeah. someone knocks them off I mean, you got to slate them up there now because it's just pure dominance the last two years, especially. And like last year, the draft, I mean, what, 15 Georgia players go in the draft last year and they come back and they do this. It's Super. like, OK, it's never going to yeah, yeah, it's like very Alabama. They they don't uh, re uh, rebuild. They reload. Yeah. And to the point, Nick Saban had been saying that for years, though, before Kirby Smart took the Georgia job, he always stated that whoever can go in and recruit well in Georgia is sitting on a hotbed of great recruits in that state. Yep. So Kirby smart, God bless him guys, a stud, great head coach. I don't know if anybody heard the, the pregame speech leaked and I did not. Oh, this is great. I urge everybody listening to this show, go listen to the leaked audio of Kirby smart addressing his team before the national championship game electric i heard it and i was ready to run through a fucking wall like my nipples were hard so think about that visual for like what three a, seconds what a picture i was gonna what say a picture what a picture, picture. Right. <laughs> i got goosebumps meaning why so different way of saying it but i'm just saying i was jazzed by it so those kids were ready to rock and if i heard yeah. the pregame speech i definitely would not have bet tcu because i would have been like yeah those guys are winning this fucking game yeah, Kirby lot. Smart. Kirby Smart is going to be around and at it for quite a while longer now. I think it's easy to say. To give everybody an idea, the over under on the game was sixty two and a half. They scored sixty five <laughs> points. <laughs> As a did it team, themselves. They, they did, did it themselves. themselves. I will say this though: 
I, I don't know how I pick him. I did I did select Max Duggan to score a touchdown, and he scored the touchdown. So I there thought, you go. Yeah, that's like a little consolation prize for you. A little <laughs> consolation prize for the rest of my losses. So there you have it. Um, well, Vince, I mean, hey, the Tankathon, we won Ooh. the shit bowl, Vince. We won the shit bowl, but we'll get into it. Um, yeah. Your picks just a joke this week, so we're not. I don't even think we need to get into the picks. Because, hey, yeah. just a big congratulations, man! You won the regular season. Um, I took it last year. You take it this year, so that's good. That's parody in our league, in our two man league. On some shit next year, Vince, because I'm tired of just sitting at the top here. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. We're one and one right now. We're both you better one redeem one. yourself in the playoffs, my guy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I went five and eleven this week because I took all the opposite picks from you. I ended up getting that Texans pick, which is the one I made fun of the most. Yeah, uh, so that ended up priceless. I was dying laughing. I was like, "Oh my god, he was right. He was right. He was right." <laughs> you know, it's just like throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. That's what ended up happening. Um, but yeah, I mean, we could we can roll through a couple of these here. The the big grand scheme of this is like the week eighteen is just like. It's the shit show of the NFL. It's like tune-up games for the playoffs. Either guys are full in or full out. So, yeah, there's not. Yeah, you can't. There's no math. Like, like for instance, the Giants. We'll get to it, but like the Giants weren't even playing all of their players, and it's just like, all right, well, they kind of just handed off a win and ended up working out for them. So the Eagles ended up just getting that one seed because it was the Giants. (laughs) That's kind of trying to remain healthy here through the playoffs into it all. Yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> a couple things to mention, at least for this Chiefs Raiders game, Jared Stenham isn't good. I want to keep saying that. I'm going to say that forever. Um, but the Chiefs got that one seed. So that's kind of what I expected as well coming out of this. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. It's Jared Stenham's a backup quarterback. They're going to have not to draft a starter. A no, it's not a starter. So either Tom Brady goes to the Raiders in the offseason or he goes back to New England or he stays in Tampa. But I could believe that that could happen just saying yeah or Aaron Rodgers him and Devontae back together again <clears throat> always possible um did you catch the Texans or the excuse me the Titans Jaguars game awesome game just got off an airplane got home clicked that game on I was just starting Trevor Lawrence is a dog uh missed some easy throws still growing as a young quarterback but I think the Jags have a potential to maybe beat the Chargers on Saturday possible Sunday I mean, it's not out of bounds. They're playing really well right now. Doug Peterson's a hell of a head coach. He's got that team moving and shaking right now. Granted, you know, the Titans, if they have their quarterback, maybe a little different if Tannehill plays, but you can't bank on that. I mean, how do you feel like Urban Meyer is feeling right now? Urban Meyer is a giant asshole. I agree, but that team was so bad last year, and – a couple changes were made, but the biggest change was the coaching staff, and now they're nine and eighteen. Well, so, if it's a major corporation or if it's a major sports team, it means a lot. Whoever is the voice of reason at the head of it all. So, with that being said, yeah, it makes a huge difference, and it shows because Doug Peterson, those guys play for him and love him. One thing I love about Dougie P too is he wears the visor. And he has like the spiky, messy gray hair. And I was watching with my dad and just classic dad comment. He's like, kind of looks like he's wearing one of those like visor hats with the hair coming out the top. And he just kind of put it on top of his head. And I was like, I'm never going to get that visual out of my head anymore. So yeah, he looks like he's wearing a gag gift, but it kind of, it works because it's Jacksonville, Duval County, just freaking out. Like I, 
I I'm with you. Like I think with the momentum that they have going into this, and so do the Chargers to a point. But I think it's very possible that Jaguars take that win at home this this wild card weekend. It's going to be crazy as to see how it works out. I think they have a better shot than people want to expect because Dougie P has been there before. Yes. So with all that being said, he has the experience. He has a young quarterback lighting it up right now. ETN's healthy. Their receivers are balling. I mean, to, once again, we talked about it last week, but to think that Calvin Ridley is going to be on that team next year is terrifying. Yeah. If they have that a receiving good draft, course is good, man. Yeah. It's going to be great. I see good great. things in Jacksonville. <clears throat> and they're not going to be at the top of the draft this year, which is a benefit for them because the Bears have it. Um, <clears throat> Brown Steelers, Steelers won, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, it's like the Steelers didn't make the playoffs. Um, there was possible possibility that they were going to, but that's still just like a kind of a shine on to Mike Tomlin being a great, a great coach. That's just really all it is. Mike Tomlin is a stud, and I think Kenny Pickett proved that he's a true NFL quarterback. I agree. I think he's yeah. going to – at least he's going to be behind the helm there. I don't know how good he's going to be for his career, but I, I think he proved it enough to at least have another season and just to keep on keep on trucking. I think he's going to be keep good on, enough to be the quarterback there for a while. On. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Going to be a stud. Absolute stud. I think he's there, and I think that if him and George Pickens are going to be lighting shit up in that division for a while. Yeah, that connection's going to be good for them. Um, Bengals, Ravens. Did the Bengals get screwed, kind of? Why? With that first seed situation and how the game got canceled last week. Like, I know it's like a crazy situation, but I know there's a lot of Bengals fans like, Joe Burrow was already heating up at the beginning of that game. They come in here, they just dismantle the Ravens. Some people think that they should have that one seed, but I don't because the Chiefs have been better than them this season as, as, as an, an aggregate altogether. Well, I don't know. Um, it, it doesn't matter anymore with the whole coin flip thing. Yeah. Um, but Joe Burrow's quote on this may be one of the best thing I have ever heard in a long time. Um, basically, they asked him how he felt about it. And he's like, I understood why they did it about the coin flip. He goes, I just wish that it would have been offered the same opportunity for a potential second round matchup for the Bills that we didn't end up getting to play the game. He goes, you know, through no fault of our own, and it should have been canceled. We didn't want to play after that happened either, but I think we just weren't afforded some opportunities that other people were. And yeah. then basically stated that um, I wouldn't say it ticked me off, but we'll play whatever, whatever, wherever. He goes, it is what it is. And then basically he stated, uh, I wonder if we'll be able to have a coin flip in the second round of the playoffs as to where <laughs> we play. He's so, slowly he's slowly becoming the king of quotes. He's a stud, man. Um yeah. Ben Roethlisberger, I saw on Bustin' with the Boys or another podcast that he's a part of. He was basically saying he said, if the next guy who's gonna be in an MVP conversation, it's gonna be Joe Burrow. Yeah, no, I I don't doubt it. And also a reporter asked him, it's like, hey, do you, you know, if players move, whatever it may be, like, do you see his team staying consistent like this. And he's like, as long as I'm the quarterback, <laughs> we're going to be good. <laughs> and I'm like, what the ball well, yeah, on so, that guy. You know, windows. And he's like, the window right. is my career. Yeah. Said, that's what he so said. Exactly. As long as right. I'm here, we're going to be balling. Which the quarterback that we really need to talk about though, Vince is Anthony fucking Brown. Brock Purdy. Oh, <laughs> Brock fucking. Purdy. Yeah. Yes. That boy, he better be the starter next year. Cause I would just 
it's the greatest Cinderella story of all time. Next, I mean, at this point, why would he not be? You have to give him a shot to compete in training camp, a hundred percent. Yeah, and like if you're just gonna go to Trey Lance because you you spent that traffic on it, it's like why you're already dogging at this point. Like, there's no reason why you wouldn't do. Like, it's it's dumb. It's really dumb if you, if they don't do that. He's been balling. They're putting up forty points every single week. Their defense is insane. Like, I was worried a minute for my Super Bowl pick a little bit earlier a couple weeks ago when Jimmy G went down, obviously. But right now, I've never been higher on it. Probably oh. since I even picked it. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I I, like I don't it. know. I, I think they could get caught somewhere in the weeds. Don't think it's going to be against the 49ers, but it's going to be interesting to process. I mean, basically, I don't know if you saw what uh, um, Pete Carroll said, but basically, like, he admitted defeat today that they're probably not going to beat them. Like, he was like, yeah, that's a team that's rolling hot right now. He goes, I really thank the Lions for helping us get in. He's like, but we have a tall task ahead of us. Yeah, yeah. So. And also, congrats to Geno Smith on getting the uh, the most passing yards in Seahawks history. Geno Smith. Not Russell Wilson. Geno Smith. Yeah. It's, can't make that shit up. It's awesome. He threw for more yards this season, more touchdowns, more everything. It's awesome. It's wonderful to see. It's fantastic, honestly. I so. agree. <clears throat> uh, well, a couple more, a couple more things here. Again, like I said, Giants already made the playoffs. They weren't playing for anything, so the Eagles obviously take the one seed. Um, the Broncos beating the Chargers. Any credence to that at all? I think that the Chargers probably took the foot off the gas at the end of that game. A big scoring game. Um, but you know, Mike Williams. Very injury prone. I don't know. Yeah, they were already going to make the playoffs and clinch, so I don't know why you wouldn't. You know, that's that. kind of where I was at too. I'm like, what are you doing playing these guys? Like, you'd rather have them next week than this week. Yeah, and they sure. didn't win it anyway. Yeah, Fuck. I agree. I agree with that. Now the game that to me sticks out: Lions, fucking dogs, man. That I dude, that was the best game ever. Um, this was one of the better Sundays we've had. I mean, it's sad because we were rooting for the Bears to get the first overall pick, but having that happen and then the Lions coming in, not with the chance to make the playoffs. That was bullshit. That was bullshit. I really wish they were in the playoffs. But them just saying, all right, we're not going to make it, but we know for a fact that the Packers aren't making it this time. It was it was icing on the cake. It was heaven. I fucking loved it. Motor City Dan Campbell might have ended Aaron Rodgers' career, and then Alan Lazar basically coming out and saying he ain't fucking coming back there was awesome. Um, and yeah, like he's done with the franchise basically is what he stated. Yeah, they asked him about Aaron Rodgers. He's like, I got to figure out about myself first. Like, and he's just like, my first game coming in against the Lions, potentially my last game coming in against the Lions. You don't really, you don't really talk like that unless you know for a fact that shit's up in the air like it's very possible that you're not gonna end up coming back oh yeah he's done there's no bones about it he's gonna go see where he can get paid in the offseason maybe the bears sign him because he knows what's his nuts uh getsy um i wouldn't be surprised if the bears sign him and be like look at the shiny toy but chances are i don't necessarily want that yeah me either i hope he goes to a team that plays in a different division because i think he needs a fresh fresh start with a quarterback that wants him to be his one so it's going to be interesting to monitor where he goes but i mean dude the lions are there and i think they have a really good year next year and i think the whole guard is starting to shift in the nfc north which is really nice to see because forever it's just the packers 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 
Yeah. And now the Vikings and the Lions. And then after that, it's going to be fucking us, baby. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Speaking of, a little bit of Bears corner action here? Not yet. Not yet? Sam Howell. Sam How Howell. Fucking Sam Howell. Sam Howell. We oh. should talk about Sam Howell. What the hell was that? <laughs> that was Sam Howell. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, how? Like, how is Sam Howell good? Like, what the how, hell? How is the howl so good? I have no howling idea. to the moon. <laughs> he's howling so good, and he's little, but hey, he had a great fucking game. Yeah. Looks like everybody's going to be out there uh, as far as the coaching staff goes. So, yeah. I believe that it's going to be a little bit before you see them um, blossom with him. But, hey, it's kind of cool to see that they found their quarterback and their answer. You'd like but to it's think. One game. It's one. Yeah, that's well, that's the thing. It's like it's not overreaction Wednesday, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're we're good for that every now and then anyway. But like as far as like the whole Jared Stidham experiment and things like that, like it could go either way. Hoping for the best for this guy. Um, he was fun to watch in college, so obviously it's fun to watch him on a team that wasn't going to go to the playoffs anymore. Like that was a means to an end. Um, and then also to take similar to the how the Lions did it, to take the wind out of the sails of the Cowboys and not even give them a chance to get that one C two was just it was really fun. That <laughs> was really fun. Oh, it was awesome. I think that it was definitely something that I love to hear and see the fucking commies come in and beat the Cowboys right before the playoffs and just totally suck the wind out of their sails. Just amazing. Did you see the commander's mascot? No. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what his name is because I forgot it was. Uh, oh, he... it's Major. His name is Major Tutty, and he's uh, he's just a big-ass pig. <laughs> and it's Why so, a pig? I don't know, but it's awesome. Like, I was looking at it, and I was just like, this thing is so weird-looking, but... To the point, because like obviously you can't. If you're gonna have a mascot, you either gotta go like crazy with it, or you gotta do something really simple. This is the definition of crazy. Uh, he has like a bunch of like puffed up stuff on the, on the top half of his body. His legs are a little small, which is funny. But yeah, he's like he's like his big old pig named Major Tutty, and it's really funny. But it's a hog. So why weren't they just the red hogs? We talked about this a long time. The ago. red hogs would have made so much more fucking sense in every square. Yeah. Yeah, Commander but Hog, Major Tutty. Commander Hog, Major Tutty. I, I don't know. Maybe it's like a, is it like a like a tip of the cap to like Animal Farm or uh, Animal Farm? Like the book? Remember the George Orwell book? Yeah, that was the kind pigs, of like... The pigs were the, the communists. They, they right. led the communist party. And that whole book is a euphemism for communism. It so, very much could. That's actually a really good point. I was just going to say it's pretty they are negative. the commies. Pretty negative connotation though for a team mascot. Well, you're gonna be the commanders, and who knows? Maybe Dan Schneider was like, "Well, this is my last thing. Uh, this is my last year as the team owner, anyways. Let's yeah. give him some fucking parody." Yeah, but I don't want to spoil the ending, but it's not necessarily a, a happy one. Well, he's about to get the fucking ass. You know, he wasn't yeah. present at this game. Yeah, yes, I did. I mean, so he doesn't want to be there. He's like, "Get me out of this fucking thing." He's trying to sell it right now. Do you think they relocate the commies? No shot. Why? It's too much history. And like too much history. They changed the name already. They were the no, Redskins. Now they're the commies. What fucking history is I left? know, but like Might the people well in that area are previous Redskin fans, Commander fans now. Like people are gonna show up. All they have to do is get a new stadium, fix their stadium, whatever they may want to do, and get new ownership in there, because that can change a lot. But I think 
as far as the market's concerned, there's no reason to move it because the market's already there. Yeah, but is it not out of bounds to move it to a country that would want it? Maybe like the UK or maybe... You think they would trade the American capital team to the UK? It's like oppo <laughs> revolutionary war. It would be a whole big play on that. Right. Maybe like take the Goodell DC would, team. If Goodell approves it, it would be the most like, the Redcoats are coming. Let yeah. him go. They get their own Paul Revere and Dan Snyder. <laughs> that's, that's like all it is. <laughs> it's the that's British the Paul great, Revere. That's a great analogy. All yeah. right. Now let's get to some Bears Corner. Yes. <laughs> I think we we so, gave a lot to this one. This is this is a good one. Well, we won the toilet bowl. We did. We won the toilet bowl, Vince. In dramatic fashion, too. Dramatic fashion. Shout out to Lovey Smith. You're the real OG of this team. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So the Texans lost. The Texans losing and the Bears losing ended up giving the Bears the number one overall pick. Let's if you didn't know go. that we won if, the shit bowl, right? If you're, if you're a sport or like a football fan, you probably already know this. Um, but if we're telling you for the first time, guess what guys, we did it. Um, the last play of the game. So <clears throat> to kind of give a, give an overall look at it really quickly, but like, so the Texans went out and took a lead, like a commanding lead. I was like, Holy shit. And then a couple of things started happening. You're like, I think they're trying to tank right now. Cause like there was a couple wild throws, a couple of things that, just didn't look like football plays that ended up happening. And you're just like, all right, well, they're going to try to lose here. They're trying to get that first overall pick. And then it came down to the wire at the end. They were down eight, I believe. Um, Davis Mills throws a Hail Mary pass. And I don't know why this ended up happening, um, but the defender on the Colts went to catch the ball for an interception instead of just knocking it down. Um, and that ended up going through his hands and right into the Texans receivers hands, just beautiful touchdown out of nowhere, impossible to catch. And at that point it was like, holy shit. And then for them to go and like convert the two point conversion to end up winning the game, it was just like, it was sweet release. Part of me feels like Lovey Smith knew he was going to get fired. So this was the last like, fuck you. And he's like, this is, this is for Chicago. Um, but it was, it was just, it didn't make any sense. None of that made any sense. It was awesome. Total collusion. Love it. Lovey Smith knew, to your point, he was getting shit canned. He was like, let's go win this fucking game for the Bears. And I wouldn't be surprised that if the Bears would bring him back as like a defensive assistant or maybe the D.C. because Eberflus knows him, actually. And then not only that, but he's going to be out of a job. And it's the same defense that Lovey has ran for 25 years. Certainly not impossible. Bounds. Could you imagine if Lovey came back to be the DC? This city would be like fucking open arms. I would love it. I'd love was, every uh, minute. For the Bears too, there was this guy that made a post, a post on Twitter. It was, it was awesome. Was he was doozy. like, everybody was saying that the Bears were only going to win three games. And it was at the beginning of the season. He's like, they already won the three games. What do you think they're going to do? Lose the last 10 games of the season? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's well, exactly what they did. We were one in seven in one score games this season. Yes. So we had almost eight games where could have a couple gone things are different. Yeah, a couple right. things change and they win the game. Not saying that's going to be the case next year with all the changes that are going to occur, but it's still nice to see we were in a lot of games this year and a lot of bullshit did happen. Justin Fields is growing before your eyes. There was a quote Justin Fields had this week. They asked him, they're like, you know, you broke 
um, Michael Vick's and Lamar Jackson's rushing records for a quarterback in a season. And he was like, oh, that's cool. That's good. And that's great. And of course, I'm paraphrasing. He's like, but I want to break some passing records also. Yeah. He goes, as it is, I am a quarterback. So with that being said, I believe that this kid wants to grow. I think in the offseason, he has some weapons. He gets some weapons. Um, I think it's not out of bounds that the Bears, with this number one pick, they got to flip it, right? I mean, there's no way you keep this pick. There's a lot of conversation around there. There's a lot of smoke, smoke screens. Um, I I mean, they trade the pick. In my opinion, they do. Um, the only reason that they wouldn't is if they get like blown away by a prospect for quarterback. That scares the hell out of me. I would say CJ Stroud over Bryce Young personally. Um, but Poles said basically we're not trading we're not trading Justin Fields unless we see a guy that absolutely blows us out of the water. That's really what's gonna happen. Um I, I don't think you're trading with it. His phrasing. I, I didn't like it. Well, I think he says that to make it seem like, hey, it's not a for sure that we're even gonna trade this. So you gotta give us a package for us. Well, to, to the point, I would have sold the fuck out of this. I would have poker faced the shit out of this. Yeah, call Justin like, and be like, we're not trading you, but I'm just gonna say that we are. So Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like if I, I would have called Justin and been like, dude, listen, you're our guy, whatever you hear, don't worry about it. But I have to play this game to get you the weapons you deserve and need. Right. So I Every press conference, if they were like, is Justin Fields your guy? I'd be like, no comment. Yeah, right. You're not saying anything. No comment. Let them read into it. Let them read into it. What are they doing? What are they doing? Make people go fucking crazy over this. But he legit came out and said, I watched the press conference. He's like, no, Fields is our guy. I'm like, why in the fuck did you do that? You just, you totally played into the Eddie KGB hand a la Rounders. Mr. Son of Beach. Yeah, you think it's kind of a, like a spin zone, though? You think he's like, just because we've heard this in the past, like, oh, he's our guy, he's our guy, and then, like, boom, something happens. You're like, holy shit. Maybe he's saying that, and the people the, are like, no, he's not. No, he's I not. Just it's hate all the, bullshit. It's I all hate bullshit. the theory of people like, well, they should trade him. Whoever analysts or what, you're a stooge and a clown. Yeah. If you believe that the Bears should trade a quarterback that they finally have that is worth a flying fuck. So, you know, it's like, how many years we haven't had a quarterback? Now we have a guy who has every tool imaginable. Freak athlete. Best athlete on the field, like, every day. Yeah. Outside of any quarterback in the NFL. There is a statistic on Justin Fields. He has the most 20-mile-per-hour-plus runs on the season. So fast. He's so Freakish. big so fast. Freakish. Yeah. Kid's the best athlete on the field no matter where he is. So, yeah, don't trade him, but I do believe – I know where this pick is going and way too early status here. It's going to Indy a hundred percent. I'm sure there's no way this pick doesn't go to Indy because polls knows the GM at Indy, right? Mm -hmm. And then Eberflus came from Indy. So I think there's a package with DeForest Buckner, Michael Pittman, and then some picks. And I think that's going to be the cost. So you, you get a wide receiver and you get a defensive tackle. That's fucking freakish. I mean, and we're going to have to get that system. We're going to have to get that number four pick, probably swap one and a Ford Forrest Buckner, maybe a second round or something like that. Um, Cause that also gives us the opportunity then to, you know, go pick that guy from Alabama or whatever it may be, get an edge rusher of some sort. Um, but yeah, I think it's probably going to Indianapolis. The only other team I could see maybe doing it would be like possibly a Seattle if they're not in love with um, Geno Smith. But besides that, it's like, what are you going to do? Cause Seattle does have a lot of a lot of stuff when it comes to like that Denver trade where they can kind of flip that and get that first overall pick, but it's going to be a 
that's going to be a see as we go thing. But I, there's, this is just a forewarning. You're going to hear a lot of shit in the next, what, like two months, three months, or whenever the, oh, it's gonna the draft be ends up being. It's going to be constant. such a shit be It's yeah. going to be fun to watch. DeForest Buckner's 28 years old for a defensive tackle that's still right in the prime of where you would want him. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know if they give up Pittman. Maybe Pittman would want to go, and then they don't have to pay him his fifth year of his rookie contract. And we I don't know if that. they do either. It's just he's young. He's not going to have a quarterback that could throw him the ball. Is he going to end up – Is because we have Claypool too, so we're sitting at a point where it's just like, you know, both you those guys are fringe bookends, ones. Darnell Mooney. Yeah, it's just they both seem like fringe ones probably twos, where you kind of want to have that guy that's just like a beast number one, like Jackson Smith and Jigba, for instance. He could be a game But changer. he's not proven in the league. Pittman's proven in the league. That's true. T Higgins just, I, is proven in the league. You, yeah, you may want to see look that's at what him. that's who I'd really want is T Higgins. He's a one for sure. T or like, Higgins is a dog. I'd say there's a difference in talent when you when you go T Higgins versus versus Pittman. At least when I see it. Yeah, way too early though. I think the pick is going to the Colts, and then at four we get one of those defensive studs, or keep pushing it back. What if the Texans say we'll give you a haul for the two pick and then you keep just you flip the one for the two, the two for the four? I mean, be yeah. nuts. There's a lot of scenarios. We're going to see all of them down to the wire and you'll see a lot of we should trade Justin Fields and pick up Bryce Young, even though he's five nine. That's a stupid argument. Yeah. Don't believe it. It's dumb. Don't pick him up. Why? Why would you get him? Why would you do they have the same skill set except Justin Fields is bigger and and stronger and faster. Yeah. <laughs> if you put Justin Fields standing next to Bryce Young in a picture, it's got to be like. Justin Fields is his daddy. It's like the Derrick Henry and Mark Ingram picture. <laughs> yeah. Not saying that they both weren't good, but, you yeah. know, small quarterbacks don't usually make it in the NFL. Yeah. We've seen a lot. Drew a lot Brees of number ones an, that are too small. was an exception. Yeah. Russell Wilson, obviously having a hard time outside of Seattle. Baker Mayfield didn't work out really. These are things. These are things. Well, it's going to be interesting to monitor the Bears situation. Going to be awesome to see what this offseason has to hold because we have the most cap space out of any team in the NFL. So go get Orlando Brown and go get some defensive studs. Make some moves, guys. Make Make some some fucking moves. moves. All right, Vince, we got the wild card round of the playoffs. Yes, we do. We got some picks ahead of us here. This is where it comes down to the flipping wire, Vince. Let's you get, get a chance to fucking picks. redeem yourself. So why don't you That's start? That's what I'm it? here for. Okay. Let's so we're going, I'll pick first. We're going Chargers, Jags. We're going to start AFC and then we're going to go NFC. Chargers, Jags, Saturday night, 7-15. I'm taking the Chargers. I want the Jags to win. I think the Chargers are going to win. It's really a toss up though. It can go either way for me. For one of my best friends who is the biggest Jags fan I've ever met and wears Jags gear from 1998 that doesn't fit him anymore. I'm Picking the fucking Jags. Let's, Let's go, go. All right. Second, Dolphins at Bills in Buffalo. Tua's not starting. He's not out of concussion protocol, so it looks like we're going to have another third-string starter game, so I'm taking the Bills easy in this game. Bills, over. Yeah, book it. I don't even think there's a question. <laughs> yeah, no. Ravens at Bengals. Lamar probably playing. Still going to take the Bengals. Bengals all the way. I don't believe Lamar plays, by the way. He hasn't received a clean bill of health. Not yet. All right. Never mind then. So there's your answer. Uh, All right. NFC side, we got Seahawks at 49ers. We talked about this a little bit before, but I think the 49ers are going to take this pretty easy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. And then we got Giants at Vikings. Giants bringing back in their starters. (laughs) 
I honestly don't know. I could see this going either way because I don't believe in the Vikings, but I think they'll get one win and then be kicked out next week. Yeah. I. Dable's fun. I'm going to pick the Giants. Let's go, Danny Dimes. I think they have a really good lineup. Yeah, I agree. And it's fun, and they're they're playing the right offense for him. So, it, again, it wouldn't surprise me anyway. And I like the way you went there. Go All right, Cowboys, Bucks. Cowboys Bucks. suck. Cowboys Bucks. suck in the playoffs. Bucks. The Bucks, Bucks just suck in John general. fucking Brady Super Bowl pick. Let's go. Mike takes the Bucks. I'm taking the Cowboys. I'll let them get kicked out in the second in the second round here, but all right. So we got a little bit of parody three games. We disagree on here. So the ones to be watching here are going to be the chargers, Jags, giants, Vikings, and Cowboys bucks. Fun time. I love playoff football, even though the bears aren't even close to it. No. Yeah. Bears aren't close to it. Haven't been close to it in a long time. It's okay. We have some fun parody here. We're going to pay attention to our picks, maybe post a little bit about the picks. So give us your feedback. We'd love to hear about it. And maybe we're crazy. Tell us we're crazy. We like to be told that we're crazy. And we are. And we are. And with all that being said, thank you for tuning in to episode two of season three. We are back full effect, back in the saddle. As always, you got to like it. Like it. You got to follow it. Follow it. You got to rate it. Rate it. Five stars. Five and stars. Not only that, but go tell your grandpa to watch the show or listen to the show. Yeah, right. it's as easy, easy right. as, hey, Gramps, I know it's cold outside. I know you're not going to go anywhere. Just pop this podcast on and enjoy a good time. That's all it's going to be. You know, I told my dad about it. My dad's not a grandpa yet that I know of, but, you know, just saying. Hopefully not. <laughs> I mean, at this stage of the game, I'm ready. I'm not getting any younger. But I'm just saying, Pops listens to it. So, you know, if 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 not your, if not your grandfather, your father, then, you know, maybe yeah. he's a sports guy. Or your friend's grandpa or your friend's dad. Just tell them all. Word of mouth is the best marketing people, and we want you to do it. With all that being said, people, we will see you next week.